Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and today I'm joined with my compadres, Tyler Moss, as well as Danny. Both of them are down below in the description, as well as their website. Do you guys have anything to plug before we start the video here? Yeah, I mean, uh, just obviously, we're both from the Fantasy Stock Exchange. If you guys haven't checked us out before, uh, me, Tyler, Lucas, and uh, Corey are out here uh, putting our own videos, putting our own content out. Obviously, you guys know Nick, fantastic little guy over here, and uh, we're just doing our own thing on our, on our site, too, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, we're just excited to get this going. Fucking get a mock draft. Who's not excited for a mock draft? Yeah, Danny always has something to plug. I mean, clearly, wink, wink. Um, and Tyler Moss NFL, you can find me there uh, if you want to make a really hateful comment on my Twitter and, and make people question who you are. Uh, definitely make it there. Um, I love every single one of one of the peoples that comments on my Twitter. All right, yeah, we're, we're going to have a great time here. It's a 12-team PPR mock draft. The positions are one quarterback, two running backs, two wideouts, tight end, Flex kicker defense and six bench spots. Since we are experts, we can actually use fantasy pros. Obviously, we're such fucking experts, so let's yes, get sir. right into it. Yes, sir. All righty, let's get into it. So it's going to randomize our draft position, so I literally have no clue where any of us are drafting. Yeah. So let's see. All right. Danny yeah. has the 101. Here, right, I'll put our picks down here. Right on, baby. Danny's, Danny's got the 101. I got the 109. Tyler's got the 110. So we're right oh, next yeah, to each other. Dude. Love to see that. Well, uh... Yeah. Well, I'm not really too concerned. <laughs> um, I think what's really scaring me is Team 11. Uh, sounds like a really dangerous team. Kind of slightly concerned, but we'll try and work around it. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's be honest here. For me, it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. I mean, not much analysis needed. This guy was record record setting last year. 116 catches from the running back position. He's going to be a PPR monster. He's going to get 20 touches a game. I am more than fine. I think that's the obvious one-on-one. I think any of us here would have taken him. So let me plug that in. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that's an insta-lock. I love the noises it makes that you guys can't hear. So <laughs> now it is my pick. Uh, a bunch of picks happened before my pick. Real quick, I'll just recap it. So Christian McCaffrey, obviously by Danny. Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler. So only one wide receiver was taken. What do you guys think real quick before I make my pick? Uh, here, so let me just look at the board of who's available. Yeah, some surprises. Uh, I'll go yeah. ahead and jump into it real quick. Um, some running backs taken a little earlier than, than I would. Uh, then I would be grabbing uh, grabbing them. Michael Thomas going up to 103 is a little early for me. I think uh, a lot of people are, are easy to take him in a mock, um, but, you know, up high, but the running backs are there. Nick, you got like 20 seconds if you just want to talk about your pick. Yeah, real quick. Obviously, right now, I'm going to get my favorite running back that's still available. It's between Mixon and Chubb, but to me, it's easy. I'm going to go with Joe Mixon on the Bengals offense. That should be much better, obviously, than last season. To me, that was no-brainer. I typically don't go with a wide receiver in the first round. And a running back that I think could potentially finish inside the top four running backs, top five, at pick nine was an easy pick for me. For sure, for sure. I mean, uh, Mixon was definitely a guy uh, worth that pick there, 109. Uh, he was RB3 down the stretch last six games last year. He really showed that once the situation uh, got better around him, he could really produce. Now you're adding Joe Burrow, your second year under Zach Taylor's offense. I really think he's primed to uh, to really break out for the whole season this year. So yeah. makes it a good player. Works for me because I was just going to go the other player that Nick didn't go. Uh, I'm going to go Nick Chubb. Never take wide receivers early. Um, as we get later into this, we'll kind of point out why. Uh, lay that out for you guys. Um, I've been running this strategy for a while now. Uh, I come around on my turn pick, the 203, and I'm going to draft yet another running back. I'm going to shore up the position early. Go Miles Sanders, little little click uh, noise there from Fantasy Pros. I appreciate it. It makes me feel good about the pick. 
Yeah, so after uh, I went with Joe Mixon, obviously Tyler went Nick Chubb, then Devontae Adams, Hopkins, Julio, Drake, and then Tyler went with Miles Sanders. So the three wide receivers going at the end of the draft or the end of the first round is typically what you see because the two teams at the back, typically the best strategy to do or a strategy you can do is get the double stack of great wide receivers. So that makes a lot of sense. So now it's my pick. It's very easy for me. I didn't want anything to do with Miles Sanders because the guy's a goddamn bum. So it's Josh Jacobs here for me easily. Good pick. Nick, can, I, can I ask why? Can I ask why? Why? Because I think that's going to be a committee because I think they signed someone. I, I would love for, the, for Devontae Freeman to hobble out there once every blue moon to try and, try and compete with Miles Sanders. Plenty okay with that. All right. Yeah, so sure. after I went with Jacobs real quick, Tyreek Hill, Aaron Jones, Clyde Edwards, Lair, Juju, Pat Mahomes, Chris Godwin, Travis Kelsey. And now it is Danny's pick. Danny has the two picks in a row. Uh, yeah, no, see, this is a really interesting spot for me. Cause I really feel like the tier running back definitely uh, deteriorated from what I'm liking when I'm looking at it. Like uh, you got your four neck or Lee Carson, honestly, any of these guys I'd much prefer just getting at my next turn pick. I don't really feel comfortable about taking either at the turn here. So when I'm looking at it, I got Christian McCaffrey. So I, like, even if I take a hit on my RB2, it won't be the worst. Whereas I'm looking at guys like uh, Mike Evans and Kenny Galladay here uh, that can ultimately uh, help me out. Actually, I'm going to go Kenny Galladay and DJ Moore. Uh, okay. Again, I, I would consider two of those three guys. So Kenny Galladay, DJ Moore, Mike Evans. You plug any two of those three in and I'll be more than happy than it, with any of them. Yeah, for sure. So after you went with both those guys, Kittle came off the board, followed by Lamar Jackson, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown, Allen Robinson. Does any of that seem out of the ordinary, Tyler? Uh, not a fan of Allen Robinson, but I can see why he's going up that high. Uh, A.J. Brown's more of a risk play, but hey, if you want to play the game, play the game. Um, Mike Evans going to the 304, that's a little interesting. And Cooper Cup's a risk as well, but take it if you, if you expect him to do two good things. Yeah, for sure. Now, obviously, the two big quarterbacks came off the board as well. That's going to be something that typically happens in the first three rounds of your draft. I would never do it, but someone's going to do it every single time. So with my pick, I went with Chris Carson. Typically here, I'd go with Le'Veon Bell, but I honestly believe in Chris Carson. I think that he's going to have a good year again. He played pretty well last year, so I think this should be a pretty solid season yet again. So Tyler, it's your pick. What are your thoughts? Yeah, thank you, Nick. Um, You did snipe me for Joe Mixon. You're not sniping me for my player here. It's Jonathan Taylor. I fully believe that he's going to be effective this year. Um, I'm very excited to see what he's going to do in the future. Uh, sadly, Le'Veon Bell's taken there. But what do I do? I fill my first three uh, positions on my team with guys I think can provide immediate value for me. Um, I, I go with my three running backs that all can be rotated if I need to. I'm very happy with that. So what do I do next? Well, I kind of want to float around. There's uh, no position of you know, absolute need. I can get that star wide receiver if I really want to. Not super flex, so I'm not worried about quarterback at all. Always sleep on the quarterbacks when it's non-super flex. Um, it's my only advice. Kind of digging into the cheat sheet. I'm looking at wide receiver. There's not really a ton of options I love, uh, but there is one option that I do love that's still available. It goes by the name of Mark Andrews. And, uh, oops, I there we go. Did I do it? Yeah, you did. Yes, well. I did. So I go with Mark Andrews. Why? I, I think a lot of the wide receivers are floating around the same range for me, and I'm plenty happy going with uh, with the tight end one, who I think could definitely uh, turn into probably the tight end three at the end of the year. Very happy with that move. Okay, yeah, so now it's my pick, and I'm going to be honest with you. I fucking hate Amari Cooper because I just – I think at the end of the season he's going to finish wide receiver 12 – 
but he won't do that on a weekly basis because he's hot. He's cold. Odell, I just don't believe in him. Adam Thielen and Robert Woods would be my picks here, and I'm going to go with my boy Robert Woods. I believe he is going to be one of the best wide receivers in fantasy football, easily top 12. We saw late last season he was absolutely tearing it up. I think the Rams are going to look much better like they did at that time. So I went with Robert Woods. Now it is Danny's pick. What are you thinking here? Get your boy yeah, I was looking at Melvin Gordon as uh, my best option to get my RB2 here, but obviously he just got sniped by Team 3. So uh, I'm looking Fucking at here. I'm, see, this is kind of why, uh, why uh, I got – I don't want to say screw over a running back, but that's basically what happened because now I'm looking at it here. None of these options really appeal to me too well. But I know that, that uh, I'm most likely going to have to take one here just to make sure that uh, I have a guy uh, for, the, for this year. And when I'm looking at it uh, – who, who's going to be the most consistent RB2 type that's going to get volume? And I'm looking at David Montgomery here. Uh, I know he's going to get 18-plus touches per game. Now, the situation's not going to be good. We all think that the Bears are going to be bad. But I just from an RB2 baseline, you know, I know that the volume he's going to be getting is going to be uh, adequate for me. So getting him at the 412, I mean, he always has the potential to have a bounce back from last year. But at the end of the day, I feel like his floor is good enough to take him here. Oh, geez, yeah, I, I agree with that. So I got, I got David Montgomery, and now I'm looking at it. I want no part of these running backs at this point. Now, I do like Kareem Hunt. I do think that there's a chance he makes it back to me, unless one of you guys are taking them, though. You guys have three running backs, so I really feel like you guys are going to target your receivers. Not speaking on you guys, just hypothetical yeah. if, if you're in a draft situation. So when I'm looking at it, uh, best available player at this pick, I'm looking at uh, – man, it's actually tough right now with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Good stuff uh, in these mid-rounds. Well, yeah. Good. Ultimately, I'm, I'm going to go with my boy. I mean, if you guys have watched uh, my video or our video, sorry, you'll know uh, my love for Terry McLaurin. Now, uh, if this is considered a reach or not, I don't know. But I just believe that guy's an alpha receiver. He's the clear number one target on that offense. Now, as good or bad as you think Haskins is going to be, Terry McLaurin's going to produce more, even more than last year. Like last year alone, hypothetically, like realistically, if he got hit on some of the targets that he just wasn't hit on, he could have been 1,300 yards last year. Like, plain and simple. Like, watching those games, Terry McLaurin was an absolute animal. He, like, he was a top 10 receiver in the league on tape. So, uh, getting him here, I mean, may I reach on my guy a little bit. That's kind of what you got to do with the turn picks. But ultimately, I'm more than fine getting Terry McLaurin as my wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. So, what are your guys' thoughts on T.Y. Hilton going in the fifth round? I feel like he does not deserve to be getting picked that high after his so much injury concern for the guy. Yeah, that, that's like complete it. barf. Like, and I'll uh, tell you, David Johnson in the fifth round, too, is a big no thank you for me. Uh, you're taking – so this guy's taking T.Y. Hilton over guys like DJ Chark, Stefan Diggs, Tyler Boyd. That's insanity to me. Speaking yeah. of Tyler Boyd, that is who I just selected. I think he is one of my favorite wide receivers in fantasy football. He's been an absolute elite monster the last two years, so I think there's no reason why he can't do it with a better quarterback than last year considering Ryan Finley was the quarterback for like five weeks. Yeah, back yeah, that. Like um, now I'm kind of sitting on the clock, and oof. Uh, so this is this was a light experiment. Let's see if we can push wide receiver all the way this late. Uh, Tyler Boyd was my pick, and that kind of hurt. Thank you, Nick. Um, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Sharknado. Uh, I think I'm gonna. Think, I think we're gonna try. I like it. it. Let's let's do it. DJ Shark, join the join the squad. Baby I Shark. Th- I like DJ Shark a lot. There, I think that was a fantastic. Oh, pick oh Kareem Hunt went off. That was my next pick. Damn it. <laughs> See, okay, that kind of helps me out. I was hoping he would make it back to me, but clearly you were targeting him. Oh, yeah, there's no way in hell he was getting past me. Jeez, um, kind of looking at the, the lay of the land here. I got Raheem Mostert, and he's one of the guys that I'm very much buying into right now. 
mainly because he's a starter on the number two rush offense last year. Uh, yeah, yes, please. And Tyler, you may be like, he's a bench play for you and you still need another wide receiver. That's fair, but running backs always get hurt. And I'm plenty okay having that backup. Well, I didn't do it. Whoops. Plenty okay having that backup option sitting on my team. Um, and, and, and genuinely, again, number two offense, uh, number three, and I think overall attempts. I mean, they're, they're dominant uh, when it comes to rushing. And they do it effectively, and Raheem Mostert's a big part of that. Yeah, I, I get that. Now it's my pick, and I'm going to go with the running back that I wanted. I don't know how you didn't pick him, and that's Cam Akers out of FSU. L.A. Rams running back. This guy's going to tear it up. That's definitely who Danny wanted. Yeah. It's pretty easy. We all kind of like similar players besides CEH, who Tyler hates. But Ooh. this is obvious yeah. to me. Cam Akers, I mean, the guy's going to fucking tear it up. Maybe not week one, but he's on my bench. He's my fourth running back. So I wait three, four weeks for him to become the head alpha guy in L.A., and then he's just a flex every single week. Or I could just trade him away. I mean, I just like going with four running backs early. I think it's the best strategy to make sure that you have – uh, the guys at an, a very important position on your team. So I went with Akers here, and now it is Danny's pick. What are you thinking, Dan? Oof, all the quarterbacks went off to you for the record. Uh, yeah, no, Mostert and Akers were my two main targets, but uh, a lot, the last guy, of course I got sniped, but the last guy kind of in that tier, I mean, then you start getting into, like, I like Sony maybe later on, uh, Jordan Howard, guys like that, just to kind of, like, fill in, because I'm going to have younger backs like David Montgomery and a DeAndre Swift who I'm going to take here uh ultimately kind of easing their way in to me it's going to be deandre swift uh i don't expect much opening four or so weeks like every rookie's going to get acclimated in the offense he's not going to be that 20 touch game guy that you want right off the bat but i genuinely believe by mid-season he's going to take over that main job uh people forget carry on johnson averaged 16 yard uh 16 touches per game last year if you give deandre swift that type of workload i really think he can give you low-end type rb2 value over the whole season and getting him here at the uh, the 6-12, ultimately, that's uh, what I'm going to do. I just know that I got to add a veteran who's going to ease ease him in later on. So uh, just keep that in mind if you're targeting these rookie backs because they're not going to get the workload right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you notice real quick, none of us have drafted a quarterback in the first six rounds of the draft. That's pretty much mine and I assume all of your guys' strategy of every single draft. Unless we're talking yeah. super flex, there's no reason to draft a quarterback until later. So, Danny, it's your pick again. What are you thinking for your second pick? Uh, for sure. I'm just, like, looking across the board. And uh, oh, all, all these, like, guys next are kind of, like, in the jammed in the same tier for me. Uh, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I hit up the tight end spot. Get your boy Evan Ingram. Ultimately, ultimately, I like all these receivers like pretty equally. I like a lot of these sleeper tight ends, and I I, I want to target the running back position later. I'm just looking at it like all these all these guys are grouped together for me. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll take Evan Ingram. I'll take him. Uh, okay. Again, if he if he's able to stay healthy, he's going to provide you that top three, top four type baseline. Uh, you're taking him after guys like uh, Waller, Higby, Henry. Uh, who I, or Ertz, who I just think he's going to finish above of, uh, above if he's able to play. So, uh, yeah, I'll take him there at seven to one. I think that's pretty good value for a guy like that. Yeah, uh, real quick, I just want to talk about something. AJ Green went off at the six ten. Obviously, this happened a bit ago, but do, why do people believe in him? Do, do, do any of you guys think there's even a chance he's any good? No, no, no. He's, he, he's gonna he's gonna play maximum ten games next year. Yeah, here's the thing, uh, guys. A uh, little little uh, you know, quick tidbit. Um, you got to play games to be fantasy relevant. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I agree. So now it is my pick. We are in the seventh round, pick nine. I'm going to go with Marvin Jones here. It may be kind of a reach for his ADP, but Marvin Jones is a fucking beast. This guy, maybe he'll only play 13, 14 games, but when he's out there, the guy absolutely tears it up. And I think if Stafford can stay healthy, that means very good things for Marvin Jones. 
Yeah, I like that a lot. That was a that was a guy I kind of wanted to make back to me at the eighth nine turn. So yeah, I can back it. Uh, so I'm gonna do a little little risk play here, um, and I'm gonna back myself up with my next selection right after this. Uh, so the first pick is gonna be Brandon Cooks, and yes, I understand the injury proneness is is absolutely insane. Uh, the guy's just a, a natural at getting hurt. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to back it up. Um, so what I did is I did reassure myself. I got four running backs very early. Uh, had to go with DJ Shark. I'm plenty okay with that. I get Brandon Cooks. Now I'm going to go breakout potential guy. Uh, second year um, working with his quarterback. I'm very excited for this player. And I may be reaching just a touch. I don't really believe so. I um, I want. But I'm going to go Darius Slayton. Fucking yeah, exactly. Uh, see, here's, here's the thing is I'm not ever going to be putting a wide receiver in my, in my flex unless some miracle happens. And that that's just what it is. Uh, I get a really risky play in Brandon cooks, but I reassure myself by getting a guy who can get the breakout potential in Darius Slayton. I think it's a very, very good turn pick for me. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, can, I can agree with that. I'm not going to mention it because Nick is on the clock, but Darius Slayton and another guy uh, were my two main considerations to make it back to me. So uh, <laughs> I'm just hoping Nick doesn't take the other guy now. All right, so now now it's my pick. I'm I honestly right here. I'm stuck between a bunch of guys. I'm just gonna say a bunch of names because there's no way they come back to me. Guys like John Brown, Deontay Johnson. I mean, Danny's probably eyeing CD fucking Lamb right here in the eighth yeah. round. But I'm gonna go with uh, John Brown. I mean, obviously they bring in Mr. Uh, fucking Diggs, but I'm not really too worried about that. I mean, obviously I am because he'd be better without him. But at the end of the day, John Brown is gonna be pretty safe. And if I just have to throw him in as my flex one week or my wide receiver too, I won't be too mad about that. Yeah, real quick, John Brown was going to be my pick if I uh, if I didn't go what I did, but I, I kind of wanted to try the risk and uh, the two risk plays. So I, I was good with that. But John Brown's a guy I absolutely love. For sure. Uh, to me, uh, th- these turn picks are really a no-brainer for me. If you guys know me by now, uh, th- they're easy picks for me. It's going to be uh, Sonny Michelle with one, and it's going to be Deontay Johnson with the other. I'll just, gross. Uh, gross on both. No thanks. I'll, I'll oh, just- I like Johnson. Uh, and Sony Michelle, he's going to get the touch baseline, and you're getting him at the end of the eighth round. As oh, Sony, I, I was thinking. Wait, I thought you said Deontay Johnson. Yeah, yeah and Sony Michelle, he's picking two t- two picks in a row. Oh, I thought you said Sadie Lamb. I'm just so used to you saying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'll take Sony Michelle again. You get him as the RB four. He's in Deontay Swift uh, early in the season. He's going to get the touch Wait, baseline. Yeah, uh, I like it. I mean, he's still a talented player. He, obviously, the injuries have kicked him to the eighth round. But you're getting a guy, like, literally, this is his floor right here. Like, you're drafting him as, what, probably the RB30 or so off the board. He finished RB24 last year. Like, I'll, I'll take that chance any day of the week, and he's a really safe play while DeAndre Swift is getting himself acclimated on the Detroit uh, offense. So I, I definitely like a player like that, just a, a nice safe play there. And then uh, I'm going to go with uh, Deontay Johnson. Now, if you guys haven't heard me on Twitter, uh, Deontay Johnson is one of my favorite breakouts. He had 650 yards, seven touchdowns, and the most – awful situation that he could have been in last year like deflated rudolph and fucking duck hodges was throwing him the ball and he still produces a rookie right. he was just fantastic again ben roethlisberger back who's gonna throw for 4800 plus yards yeah he's uh, gonna that, throw a juju though i'm not a fan of deontay uh, at all they're both well there's volume for both of them to be quite honest so. eric ebron's taken uh, and i think vance on. vance dance baby all day yeah now Come something on. that's that's funny real quick is the eighth round is just the running backs that have died due to the draft marlon mack and carry on johnson both selected uh shout out to marlon mack behind tyler right now uh, <laughs> he hangs in memory baby come on yeah just like you're gonna be hanging after this draft because your team sucks just how, did those, how did those two running backs go before sony 
You're a cute. You're a cute one, aren't you? No. Um. What do you guys think about? I think we we just talked about this off camera. What do you think about Darius Geis at the nine oh two? Like, I I hate the guy because I think he's gonna play three games. But in the ninth round, you know, you get three I, good games out of him. I like it. I mean, again, you, guys that you're taking at your absolute floor, like injury prone guys like Sony Darius Geis. Uh, ultimately. What what risk do you have? Oh, they don't pan out. You lost a ninth round pick. But if they do pan out, if they are able to play their games, man, like they're going to produce well on a points per game basis. I think both are talented backs. Both are going to be the main backs in their in their offense. So uh, give me those type of players in the eighth, ninth round. That's why I typically avoid uh, running backs. Like obviously here you see I pick one, two in the four to seven range. But typically I avoid, avoid running backs in that range simply because I'm going to get cheaper options that are basically just as risky later on. So uh, me and Bush... How about the starter at Kansas City going at 9.06? Nick, do you want to talk about your pick? Because I got to take mine. Yeah, here, real quick. I went with Matt Burita, Miami Dolphins running back. Obviously, this guy is not known. You know, he, he's kind of an Iron Man. They tell you he's hurt. He's fine. He just goes ahead and fucking plays. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of scared about that. But he's, he's speedy. He's fast. And Miami needs a running back that isn't fucking garbage. So I went with Matt Burita. And then Tyler went with the shittier running back on Miami, <laughs> Jordan Howard, the guy who legitimately stood in front of a jugs machine for like 300 catches in a row and couldn't hold on to the ball. He was The reason why the Bears got rid of him is because the guy can't catch a ball to save his goddamn life. So I like Burita over him. And then after Tyler went with Howard, Darrell Henderson, Boston Scott, Zach Moss, and then the 49ers defense, don't do that. Don't be the cock who decides yeah. to pick a defense before the last two rounds. So Tyler, take the floor for your pick. Yeah, so uh, had to go with the running back for Miami that's going to play 13 games instead of the one that's going to play seven. So uh, that was kind of an easy pick. Um, I was pissed, though, because I wanted to do the Burita Jordan Howard turn, um, but that's fine. I'm not crying. I'm crying. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah. My next my next pick is going to be the real wide receiver one of your Miami Dolphins. Do I go with the stack? You're damn right I do. Preston Williams, baby. Uh, here's the thing. Preston Williams made Devontae Parker ineffective uh, last year when he played. Uh, yeah, there's injury concern. Look at my team. Yeah, wide receivers are built on injury concern. I'm fine with it. We're rolling. Yeah. Dude, when you were talking about the wide receiver one of a team, I thought you were talking about the wide receiver one of the Houston Texans, Duke Johnson. So that's who I'm going to go with here. I mean, Duke Johnson, oh, if fucking yeah. David Johnson goes down, it's Johnson and Johnson in the backfield. So. No, it's, no, they're bringing back Carlos Hyde because they don't know how to use Duke Johnson. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's honestly as embarrassing. <laughs> Danny gets so. sniped on CD. <laughs> now it's Danny's pick. Shout out to the guy who drafted Gronk in the 10th round for him to play seven games. <laughs> Your pick, Danny. How, how are you draw- First of all, how are you drafting Gronk over like Hooper, Fant, Jasicki? Because Bobby Gronk- Sylvester's biasing the rankings. It's stupid. Uh <laughs> I'm looking at it here. I mean, there's still talent at the receiver position that I kind of like. Uh, ultimately, this is going to sound crazy. Uh, it might, might sound like a little reach on the board. But I, I'm going to go with Michael Pittman Jr., uh, receiver yeah. out of Indianapolis. The way I'm looking at it, uh, we none of us believe in the health of T.Y. Hilton. We don't believe he's going to play 16 games. Michael Pittman is basically going to entrench himself as the wide receiver two right away in that offense. And Zach possibly Pascal, the baby. one over, over the long, uh, longevity of the season. So. Uh, I'll take a I'll take a chance on a guy like that who's going to get the volume in the tenth round, uh, any day really. You're you're just taking shots on upside, and Michael Pittman definitely has the upside in my opinion. I uh, I had him comp to a, a light Allen Robinson the way he plays. I just think uh, he's a very talented player. They picked him at the beginning of the second round before they picked Jonathan Taylor for the record. Uh, yeah, I like I like Pittman a lot there. So give me that value. And I'm uh, back on the clock here. Just kind of scanning the board. Not 100% sure. Stack Pascal. Get the ultimate stack. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really like being the first pick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Mean, it, it kind of dies out, but, uh, I mean, at least right. get McCaffrey to, like, soil yourself over. 
Uh, I'm gonna go with here. This is tough. Sorry. Wow, my entire bench has week eleven buys, dude. That's hilarious. By the way, uh, question: Do buys I'll go, matter? I'll go with uh, Carson Wentz here. Yes, buys do matter. Do buys matter? See, I trade so much; it doesn't at all for me. See, I kind of, I kind of ran out of time there, but basically, uh, it was between like guys like Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, uh, Drew Brees, kind of in that range. Oh, this but, is this is an easy pick for me. So you can explain once real quick. Yeah, I know. Uh, again. You're just drafting a quarterback here, kind of in a similar range. I kind of just rushed the pick at the end of the day. But uh, this is why I avoid the mid-round quarterback because there's not going to be a huge discrepancy between those guys and the guys you're getting in the 10th to the 14th round. So I just prefer to wait, get my skill position players in between. That's just my philosophy. Yeah, for me right here, I'm up. It's between Breeze and Matt Ryan to me. It's kind of it's difficult because I think Matt Ryan ends up having the better season, but how can you pass up on Drew Breeze? You know, flippy floppy, flippy floppy. I'm going with Matt Ryan because that guy has a good year, <laughs> and an okay year, good year, or a great year, okay year, great year, okay year. And you know what oh. happened last year? It was the okay year. So this is the great year for Matty fucking ice in the veins. Dude, that hurt me. That hurt me so much, Nick. Well, now, now you have to pick a quarterback because we all fucking waited until the uh, what round are we in the eleventh round to pick a quarterback, which is no, the typical strategy. So. I got another round to pick a quarterback. Um, okay, so who are you going with? I'm going to go with the guy I believe in. Uh, there's there's a chance that maybe Mark Andrews' uh, wild season was was just a. Uh, oh, geez, am I going to go three of Miami guys on my bench, dude? That's that's ape shit crazy. No thanks. Um, goodness gracious. Well, now I got I was going to go Mike Kosecki, right? Uh, I really do believe in him as a as a tight end, but I, I guess I can kind of play the waiver since I do have a, a clear tight end one. Um, a guy that I really like. I, I'm not really buying into Zeke being completely dominant. I'm going to go Tony Pollard here for my pick. I think he's going to be active in the receiving game. Um, he's he's probably the best handcuff because that line's still incredible. Uh, even losing their center, I, I, they they drafted. Um, give me the name. Uh, Tyler Biotis, fantastic. Badass. The that he, fell there, uh, he literally was the center of the year last year, voted on. Like, he's phenomenal. I, I love him. Um, great pick for for me. Uh, getting Tony Pollard a great, the best handcuff to get. And then I'm going to follow it up by getting the Josh Allen of 2019, uh, a guy that now in 2020 is going into his second year with the mobility. Dangle Jones, baby. Full send. You call him Dangle Jones because his Dangle. cock is that big. It's dangling down. Is that what you're saying? Fuck yeah. Well, absolutely. You That's me? sexy. Well, All seen. right. So you can go real quick. Do you have something to say about Daniel Jones? I'm oh, good. Well, sorry. I just wanted to mention, how about uh, the boy Devontae Freeman sneaking into the 12th round? Oh. <laughs> Not even on a team. Love that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> All right. So it's my pick right here. I don't have a tight end. I like to wait on that tight end. You know, I love those tight ends. So Mike Kosicki or Hayden Hurst to me is the pick here. I'm a Dolphins fan. So I like Kosicki. I like Hayden Hurst because of the upside in Atlanta. The guys like Dirk Cutter will literally suck you off if you're a tight end. So I'm going to go with Hayden Hurst here over Kosicki, but it's very close to me. But I'm going to go Hurst. I mean, I just think personally he finishes like one or two spots above him. So, you know, you could go with whoever you want, but I prefer Hurst here. I think Atlanta's a great spot for him. They traded, what was it, a second-round pick for him, a fifth-round, second and a fifth or something. So he's clearly worth it. He's pretty much Austin Hooper, but younger and slightly better. So, I want. I, want, pick. I wanted him on the turn because of how uh, volatile Evan Ingram is for injury sake. Uh, so that 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 one definitely hurts. Ultimately, I'm still going to end up taking a tight end. I'm going to take a guy I believe in in uh, Johnu Smith with one of my picks. I like that uh, too. Uh, there's going to be uh, targets opening up for him. Obviously, like the, obviously the main concern is that uh, 
it's not the most pass-heavy offense. I mean, we all get that. But I just think from a talent standpoint, obviously with Delaney Walker leaving, he's the clear tight end one there. Uh, and I don't know. I just believe in the talent. I feel like he's uh, he's primed for a breakout. You, the whole point of fantasy is predicting breakout tight ends. So with a guy with his athletic package and his uh, opportunity in front of him, I definitely like uh, John New Smith with one of my picks here. Sorry, I'm just draining the clock because I'm trying to figure out who, who to get for the other pick. So I'm going to take John New. And then with my other pick, I'm back on the clock here. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a fucking wasteland. Oh, no, I see a guy. I'm going to go uh, Chase Edmonds, running back from uh, Arizona Cardinals. That's all I wanted. Again, uh, basically touching upon, like, what, what you're getting with a guy like Tony Pollard. You're going to get, like, that 8 to 10 touch uh, type uh, area with him. The, obviously, like, big big upside if uh, anything happens to Kenyon Drake. And now the thing with Chase Edmonds is I don't think he's necessarily tied to being just Kenyon Drake's backup, uh, being Kenyon Drake's handcuff. I feel like you're going to get Sam Little probably from him. Maybe you need to spot him in for a flex play. He can definitely do that. But ultimately, the upside is there if anything were to happen to Kenyon Drake. Obviously, he's been volatile throughout his career. We don't know he's going to be the workhorse. Like, he hasn't shown it over a full season to really believe that yet. So, again, a guy like Chase Edmonds, who really showed out down the stretch for the Cardinals last year, ultimately gives a, a, a good security on uh, if, if something were to happen to Drake or if he doesn't perform. So, I like Edmonds here. Mm-hmm. Now, real quick, obviously this pick happened a while ago at the 11.05, but is Alan Lazard fool's gold again? Did we get? Are we getting fucking skadoodled again by these uh, wide receivers in Green Bay? I think I, it might be, to be honest with you. I, I ain't touching the wide receiver two in Green Bay. Devontae Adams is going to dominate the target share in that offense. Aaron Rodgers is not going to throw the ball the way we expect him to over his years, like in his prime. That's a run-heavy team and a, and a Devontae Adams dominant team when they do decide to throw the ball. So no, no part in that... Uh, and that wide receiver two role for the Packers for me. Pass. All right. So now it's my pick on the board. I'm going to go with the Jalen Rieger of the TCU uh, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver. Now, I mean, who's there to stop him? Alshon Jeffrey, who hates Carson Wentz, Deshaun Jackson for three games. Come on. It's Rager all day. That's what I'm going with here. I love Rager late in drafts and this is a perfect spot for me. And I only have a kicker and defense left. So Tyler, is your pick now. What are you thinking? Yeah, I already picked my guy. It's Mike Gusecki. Why the hell is he still available? Are, you, are we kidding me? Like, I, I considered him and Johnu. I mean, geez, that, that felt really easy. Uh, so now I'm, I'm in a position where my my defense that I always am always hawking is gone, and I kind of have to, to make a decision here. Um, they kind of start off rough. Uh, Bucks were an interesting pick. Um, goodness gracious, let me look it up. Because I want to make sure I don't fuck it up. It's all good. Now, the way I go about picking defenses, same with Danny, is we just go for, like, what's the week one matchup? You draft them based on that. If their matchup week two sucks, you cut them. Easy pick. Chargers play the Bengals week one. Yes, please. Give me that rookie quarterback and give me a team that's going to make some interceptions the whole game. I feel like Nick heard who I was mentioning uh, before, so I'm kind of scared he's going to take him. No, I'm (laughs) going to go with my kicker because I'm going to have this guy all year long, Robbie fucking Gould. Who is a very good kicker? So good pick, oh, kicker season, that. baby. Well, at least I get my defense, unless I get sniped here. Okay, no, uh, I'm gonna take the Colts. I mean, I lo- I look through their uh, their first six games here, and if you want to go in order, here I can just pull this up real quick. Uh, first game of the season, they play against the Jaguars on the road. I mean, it's the fucking Jaguars. They're gonna go like two wins this year. So the Vikings at home, which I mean, Vikings are good, but they're at home. Maybe they they keep that low scoring game, and then after that, they got the Jets at home the Bears on the road, the Browns on the road, and then the Bengals at home. And then the Lions after that on the road. So Browns that's stuff, that's so, yeah. that schedule is fucking prime. Uh, the Colts are definitely going to be a, an improved team this year, in my opinion. I feel like they're going to 
uh, be a playoff type uh, team. So take them here. I mean, that opening schedule is fucking cake. That's what you look for. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to take the Colts. Okay. That uh, makes sense. And then, oh, what? My kicker is already. It's okay. It just ended. Whatever. It is what it is. We don't have a kicker. Uh, we don't have a defense. kicker. Whatever. Shout out to Fantasy Pros. We have a 15th round, but we just don't get to fucking pick them because, you know, <laughs> fuck that. So, real quick, let's all recap our teams. Danny, you're going to have to go first here since you were the first pick. Yeah, so uh, here, let me just pull up the final draft board for a second. So I went with uh, Christian McCaffrey, 101. I mean, you can argue Saquon Barkley if you want, but I'm just going to argue right back saying, like, no, you're dumb. Saquon Barkley is a fantastic pick, but it's Christian McCaffrey. Don't overthink it. Guy literally set freaking records last year. Eight differential between him and the next guy. Just don't, don't overthink good players. I don't understand people all the time. Oh, well, he has to not be able to finish RB1 next year because he finished it this year. It's science. Just ask fucking counselor. I mean, that, 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 that's basically that guy's fucking math on everything. Oh, he didn't do it. He, he did it last year. It means he can't do it again. Like, give me a break. Then he has Derek Henry ranked number three. I'm not even going to get into that. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Chris McCaffrey, 101, no-brainer for me. Then uh, on the turn here, uh, 212, 301, I ended up going with Kenny Galladay, DJ Moore. Getting a stack, obviously, Kenny Galladay. He's not the typical uh, PPR receiver that you look for, but he's going to produce. He's getting Matt Safford back. Maybe he's not giving you that 100 catches that, uh, I don't know, fucking Chris Godwin or or not Chris Godwin, uh, Julio Jones is going to give you, someone like that's going to give you. But he's going to be fantastic. He's going to be a top 10 receiver. You take, I'm taking him here inside what, I don't know, the top eight or so receivers. I feel like he's definitely going to finish at that level or higher with Stafford back. So I like that value. And then DJ Moore, again, a guy I'm, I'm really a huge fan of, both from a talent and opportunity standpoint. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to feed him. I mean, you saw the, what he did with Michael Thomas. DJ Moore is going to be the Michael Thomas of the Panthers offense, in my opinion, kind of similar to how they're structured. So uh, I definitely like DJ Moore. I feel like he's definitely, definitely going to break out even more this year based off what he did last year versus what I expect him to do this year. So uh, wrap back around, David Montgomery. He's going to get the workload. He ha- has a high floor. I mean, not much into it. Obviously, uh, a lot of people got burned, including myself, on him last year. But uh, I think he does have a little bounce back. I feel like he could be a potential top 20 back. So you're getting him again. You're getting him to pair with Christian McCaffrey. You don't need him to be an absolute stud in fantasy. So uh, after that, Terry McLaurin, wide receiver one, Washington. I mean, you, if you guys want to yeah, know more about Terry. It's the worst offense in the league. So, yeah, take the wide receiver one there. Why not? Yeah, well, I mean, he, he was a top 25 guy last year. Uh, the offense is only going to improve his chemistry with De- Dwayne How? Haskins. How is it going to improve? The offense well, I mean, D- Dwayne Haskins, for one, is actually going to be healthy throughout the whole year and going to be playing throughout the whole year. Well, Dwayne Haskins sucks, so pass. Uh, well, I mean, they he, played in college together, so. Yeah, he actually did play well down the stretch. And even if the the, the target shares he's going to get, the opportunity he's going to get, coupled with the improved chemistry, obviously. Dwayne Haskins wasn't great last year. That's going to be your argument. He's still a second-year quarterback. He's going to be a second-year quarterback. He's going to improve. Uh, I feel like, in general, he's going to be 1,000 yards. It's like plus Marcus Russell and uh, finally first-round quarterbacks so that can't do shit. Okay. Well, he's not, he's not either of those guys, but uh, – Terrible. <laughs> no. Then we're going Marcus back uh, – Then we're going back. Uh, DeAndre Swift, end of the sixth round, obviously got top 40 capital. I don't expect him to perform right away, but I mean, hey, if he can develop into a 17 touchback by the end of the by the middle of the year, which I expect him to, uh, I think that's good value on him because I think he's a talented, efficient back. Evan Ingram, obviously risk risk award factor. You take him at the 701. He could finish as a top three tight end. He could fucking get injured, but at that at that ADP right there, uh, after some of the guys he went after, Ertz, Henry, Higby, Waller, I really feel like the risk is baked into that ADP. So I'll take a guy with that amount of upside there anytime. 
Uh, Sony Michelle, again, just kind of giving, uh, giving that little four-week baseline at the beginning of the season in case DeAndre Swift isn't ready to be an instant pr- uh, producer on my team. Deontay Johnson, one of my favorite breakouts this year. Yeah. Uh, opportunities there. Volume's going to be there with Big Ben coming back. Produced as a rookie. I mean, How does the volume increase, though? What do you mean? Like, between, where, does, where does it increase? Between uh, the, the passing volume between Big Ben and Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges. Yeah, but Big They're Ben's gonna, dying. They know that, he's injury prone. It doesn't matter if he's dying. That, that, he, when he plays, he plays good. That offense to, is going to be way better than it was last year. They have four year. guys who are going to be touching the ball, and Juju, yeah, no. Juju has to grow too. Dude, like, Juju's going to be better, but there's w- so much volume to go around between those guys. Yeah, like, they also brought in a tight end in Eric Ebron, and they have if, Vance if, McDonald. So. If you think Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald are going to keep Deontay Johnson from breaking out, Deontay Johnson led the team in receiving last year yeah, as a rookie. Again, with quarterbacks who is not named and, Big Ben. Who's the and, star? And Big Ben's going to throw for 4,500 plus yards. Those guys. Why is that guaranteed? Well, he's he's done old it every year blood. in his he's career. They drafted a running back. He's done it every year in his career. They've also drafted Claypool. Like, why? What is he yeah. not going to exist? Like, Claypool is not even remotely close to Deontay Johnson from a talent standpoint. And I like Claypool. He's not even close to Deontay Johnson at this point. He's not even close to Juju Smith-Schuster at this point. Good. Take him. Make my team better. Go for it. I mean, you can like hate Johnson. on Deontay Johnson without any statistical backup, but hey, you don't have any backup. You're just I've, I've, literally, I've, I've literally proved it. Don't come after anyways. me with the no statistical. Uh, anyways, uh, let's move on. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Opportunity is going to be the wide receiver too on Indianapolis straight away. Talented player. No brainer. Uh, Carson Wentz, obviously an injury concern there. I really feel like they improved the offense around him. Added a couple speed weapons, obviously Jalen Rager in the draft. Traded for Marquise Goodwin. Uh, that, those tight ends are fantastic. I feel like he's going to give you that top 10 type baseline and getting him in the 11th round, whatever. I mean, I think that's decent. And uh, in the draft, John New Smith, Chase Edmonds, and Indianapolis Colts defense again. John New Smith, breakout type tight end. Uh, if, you, if you guys want more information on him, we have a, an actual video on the channel about him. Corey went in depth on why he's a good breakout candidate. Uh, Chase Edmonds, one of my favorite handcuffs. And then Indianapolis Colts defense, great schedule. Okay, so now it's my turn. I went with Joe Mixon, obviously, with my first pick. I love Joe Mixon. I think the Cincinnati Bengals play much better. Joe Mixon, people say, oh, he's shit, this, that, and the other thing, because he didn't do good at the beginning of last season. Look at the end of last season. You can see how good he is. Josh Jacobs obviously had an amazing rookie year. If he's going to be getting more pass-catching opportunities like the coaches are saying he will, that will boost him up even further. That's why I like him. And then with Chris Carson, who I think isn't the safest pick because the guy is fumbleitis, but at the end of the day, he should be fine. Uh, Robert Woods, I think, is top 12 wide receiver, potential even top 10 uh, certain games. Tyler Boyd, to me, is the locked and loaded wide receiver, too. He's my wide receiver, too, so I like him for that. Cam Akers is going to be riding my pine, and that's okay. <laughs> because I just think a couple of weeks in, he may even be better than Chris Carson. Uh, and then Marvin Jones, a very safe pick, a guy who I think may only play 12, 13 games, but when he's out there, when he's healthy, he's like 1A, 1B with Kenny Galladay. Obviously, Galladay is more talented, but Stafford still throws the ball to them uh, pretty similarly. And then after that, I went with John Brown, a guy I think will just be pretty safe pick yet again. I went with more safe wide receivers later because at the end of the day, Robert Woods could be an absolute shitter because the Rams are just kind of confusing, even though I think he's going to be great. Uh, And then I went with Matt Burita, Duke Johnson. Burita for the fact that I think if he plays – 10 games, he should be great for those 10 games, and he could be a guy people are targeting to try to trade with me. Duke Johnson, I think if David Johnson somehow dies, like he probably will, Duke Johnson could be great for that because obviously Bill O'Brien didn't use Duke Johnson correctly last year, but that's because they had Carlos Hyde. They won't have Carlos Hyde in this situation. And then with Matt Ryan, obviously I made the argument before, good year, great year, good year, great year. He had his good year. This year is going to be the great year. Then with Hayden Hurst, breakout tight end, easy pick for me, uh, 12 rounds deep. Typically I look for him in the 10th round, 
but no, there were so many tight ends still left that I thought he would fall. Then with Reger, obviously, uh, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver should be getting some decent amount of targets, even though I don't love Wentz. I think at the end of the day, if Wentz is healthy, he's a great quarterback. And then with Robbie Gould, obviously don't have a defense because Fantasy Pros stopped us from having a 15th round that was clearly in the draft. So now, Tyler, what are you thinking? Yeah, Nick Chubb, first-round pick. Um, beautiful Kevin Spansky, only thing I have to talk about there. Uh, they're going to take the ball out of Baker's hands and put it in the, the hands of those two elite running backs they have. Uh, Miles Sanders right after, love the pick. Um, who Who is he going to committee with? I, I love that. Like, they'll bring in Devontae Freeman. Okay, please. Uh, Carlos Hyde, yes, I'd love that. It's better than them trading for a guy. Um, fantastic. I think Kenyon Drake's going to be a lead back. Even even in a committee system, they're not going to bring a guy that can actually compete and, and take away targets from him. I go Jonathan Taylor with my next pick. Jonathan Taylor, fantastic guy. Uh, that's, that's more of a grow throughout the season. Uh, other picks that are grow throughout the season for my team, Darius Slayton. A uh, little bit later around, um, he's a grow uh, along. He's not with, a shower, he's a grower, you know? Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Tony Pollard, the same. Daniel Jones, the same. These are guys who I think um, they could be phenomenal from the start, but they will grow into the uh, into the team. Very excited for that. Uh, back to uh, after Jonathan Taylor, I want Mark Andrews. I go with the, the in my opinion, the third best tight end in the league. Uh, I pair that with Mike Gusecki later on. So I got two guys who I think, I have Gusecki at my seven and, and Mark Andrews at my three. So I'm very excited for both those two this upcoming year to be very effective from the, uh, from the gun. Um, two very great guys that I'm very excited for. I went DJ Sharks, my first receiver, paired him with Brandon Cooks and Darius Slayton. Preston Williams a little bit later on. I go Slayton and Cooks on the back-to-back, um, mainly just based off the fact that I, I think Cooks can be very effective as the wide receiver one in Houston, but I don't think he's going to play the full year. So I go with Darius Slayton on the potential that he breaks out. Uh, DJ Sharks, I think, is going to play all, all the games. I think that's that's going to be a very bad offense. It's going to be forced to pass. And DJ Sharks, the wide receiver, won. So, hell, why not? Uh, Raheem Mostert, I took him between those wide receivers, between DJ Shark and Brandon Cooks. Uh, took him in the sixth round. That's a guy who's starting on the number two rush offense in the league. Yeah. yeah. Yes, please. Um, sure, they lost Burita. Great. That only helps. 126 uh, rushing attempts that Burita was carrying, 19 passing targets. And Mostert wasn't catching the ball a lot. So um, I, I think he could definitely take into some of those targets. I'm very excited to see what he'll do. Jordan Howard, okay. I'm just going to take the Miami back who's going to play a little bit more. I like Burita more. I was hoping I can get Burita and then Jordan Howard on the turn. So very good pick by Nick. Uh, back you on that. If you're going to mess around with the Dolphins' backfield, I very much recommend you get both of them. Uh, if you don't, I guess safer Jordan Howard long-term, but probably better option for immediate fantasy value is, is Matt Brady. So good, good on you, Nick. Talked about Preston Williams. Um, he's better than Devontae Parker when he's on the field. That's the thing. Get on the field, please. Um, later picks, Tony Pollard. That's just the best cuff in the league. Uh, I'm good with that. Daniel Jones, we touched on. Definitely could be, definitely could be a breakout. Uh, kind of like Josh Allen type where he's run the ball, pass the ball effectively. Very excited for him. And then I went Gusecki. We talked about that with the Andrews pairing and the Chargers defense. Why the Chargers defense? Bengals week one and Joe Burrow is going to be flustered because every rookie quarterback starts out rough week one. That's my team. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, real quick. Obviously, you have Daniel Jones. You also have Slayton. Did you pick Daniel Jones because you had Slayton? Do you ever try to get the quarterback wide receiver tandem or no? Because I personally never give a fuck about it, but sometimes it just happens. Yeah, it's the same as the bye week. Guys move on my team all the time. I'm not someone who likes to sit with what they drafted. That's boring. And it doesn't make you better. I think you kind of put yourself in a, in a situation where you have to hope everything that pan, everything pans out. It's not just, it's not like that in fantasy. So I don't really care about pairings like that. And I don't really care about bye weeks because guys are consistently moving on my team. Um, 
Darius Slayton, if he breaks out and I feel really comfortable with Brandon Cooks and I can say, hey, let's trade Darius Slayton for a guy who uh, maybe could be a lot safer and replace the Brandon Cooks role on my team. And now Brandon Cooks could be the team, the guy that rolls into the starting lineup occasionally. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so nothing set in stone for my team. I'm always a moving pieces kind of guy. So no, that doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, Danny, any closing remarks here before we get out of here? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, uh, I kind of like how, the, how my team came apart. Uh, again, David Montgomery is really my main question mark, but I mean, RB2 is going to give you like 10, 10, 15 points a game. Uh, like I don't have a problem with it, but overall, I really like the way, the way my team looks. I got, I feel like I got a good mix of a uh, floor and upside on it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that would be a good team if I ended up with that on draft day. All right. So, uh, real quick, fantasy pros rated me a C so they can eat my dick. All right. We got a, I got a B, I'm pretty sure. So, thank you guys all for watching this video. Danny, you I, said I, something. So. I was going to say, I got an A, 95 out of 100. All right. Goddamn. Down. We know you're lying. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not lying. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys all for watching. Make sure to go down below. Check out Danny, Tyler, uh, their YouTube channel, website, all that shit's down below. Check me out on Twitter as well. I tweet out some sick memes. Have a great rest of your day. Kiss your moms. I love you all. Good boy.